1: one 152 students uh, high school students go through our program and um the whole point mm. wasn't you know one thing that i didn't like about the traditional i guess um education space is that everything is so focused on hey did you get into harvard hey did you get into um ivy league schools right and that's mm. not that's not really how um it works for a lot of people you know some people are early early bloomers um they Um, Find what they like and they work exceptionally hard at it and they get into these amazing schools But also there are other people who just don't maximize their potential earlier in their life And I think it's kind of cruel for um, people to judge them based on what schools they get into um, Because everyone has the potential to be amazing in life um,
0: What's up guys welcome back we're here we've got another episode going and today we have someone who is super exciting he's done so many things across the board and i really can't wait to talk about it we've got sean kwan with us who not only just graduated from vanderbilt well congrats on being a may 2020 graduate for starters i know that's tough because i was there too but <laughs> he studied human and organization de- organizational development and on top of that he's done a couple of very notable things including Starting a non currently having his own startup called AirSip, and also working as an EMT, all of which are just super great great things to do, especially as such a young graduate. So I think it's super impressive and Sean, we're super excited to talk to you. Saad, why don't you take away the plug before we go any
2: further? But before before all that guys, I don't have my knife today, but you know I'm gonna I'm gonna be nice today. Please hit the like and subscribe button, you know. It's right down there. Just do it quickly, and we can just get, get on with the show. So, Sean, what is up? How are you doing? It's 8 a.m. over there, I believe. How the hell yeah, are you are
1: <laughs> you guys. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited yeah. to talk about uh,
0: anything. <laughs> That's what we're here for, man. We're here yeah. to talk about anything and everything. But, dude, let's jump right into it. The yeah. thing I'm most excited about, or not the most excited about, but the one thing I really admire is that you said you're, you were an EMT and how'd you become an EMT? How does that happen? Because I know it's it's a really like respectable thing to do, but I'd never know how to become one, you know? So how does mm. that work?
1: I see, yeah, so I became an EMT when I was in sophomore year of high school. And that only happened because my mom uh, found out about uh, like what, what an EMT program is and then my cousin was doing it. So I naturally just mm. like kind of followed along because I always thought you know I'll maybe I'll become a doctor or maybe I'll be working within the medical profession so I thought oh, it would okay. be a good idea to kind of get that early exposure um all you have to do is just sign up for a program uh, you do have to pay for the program it's like two thousand dollars something like that and then it's a uh, it's like six months long I think mm. but um yeah I that's mean really that's nice. that's how I became EMT okay.
2: <laughs> that's really it's a good
0: rate nice. I know that's we had a, a good rate that's a good rate so I don't know if you remember, but we had a program back in high school where um, we just had a teacher who happened to be we did. Um, first a licensed, did. A licensed uh, like a first responder or something, but he held a training class where he uh, got a bunch of our, I first, don't know, man. our students licensed as first responders. So <laughs> it wasn't yeah. about like riding in ambulances, but it was giving people the same training. So if you're at like the scene of an accident, you are like medically capable of yeah. actually helping someone out.
2: And it was super. That cool, same but... teacher, by the way, that same teacher, by the way, that same teacher now has a startup. It's called Saving Nine, and what they do is they go around all across the country teaching people in rural areas how to how to take care of basic emergencies. Like if a person has a broken leg, how to transport their body into the ambulance. If That's a person's cool. passed out, how to carry, how to carry them into a, in, into a safe position and all that. So all the basic things that I'm pretty sure you know, of, but not but the general population doesn't really know know anything about. It's their mission to like, you know, just make generally aware the aware of the population of how to take care of somebody in a in a bad situation.
0: And I remember one really funny thing like, was that we had a Sean, friend.
2: Sean Sean, wait, wait. Yes, sir. Yeah, take it away, take it away. You, you take okay. it away and then I'll and then I'll go. Sorry.
0: But we had a friend who was in this training program and I remember not too long later, a couple of months after the program ended, we'd all taken a trip to another city for a uh, just a theater festival. And at that festival, oh, our yeah. friend who was, you know, fully trained as a first responder fell, and she like injured her ankle. And I think there were at least three people there who were like trained as first responders, and they all looked at that ankle and they were like, "Okay, this is 100% a sprain," you know. So she just got up and went about her day and then like she came to school like the next day the day after that and then the third day she comes in and she's in like this massive cast and she's like oh yeah i was wrong it wasn't a sprain i fractured my foot oh yikes so it, it was just really funny yikes. because you know they they were the only people who to know, would have known that Sean, it was not a sprain it was a fracture yeah do you have interesting, sprain, stories,
2: like yeah. Yeah, Sean, you have interesting stories like that but while working as an emt i'm sure you have some
1: Oh yeah, sure. Um one that sticks out to me the most would be so one of the most common calls that you get is chest pain, right? Um some old person starts having chest pain. Okay. And then all you have to do is kinda transport them to the to the hospital. So we got a chest pain call and we're on our way, we get to the scene and we realize that the patient has had a heart attack, right? Um so Oh, okay. Within seconds, you just go from being real casual, uh, it's just a transportation call, to like life-saving, you know, um, some kind of crazy mission. Because when someone's heart yeah. stops, then um, every second matters, right? Because yeah, um, it really comes down to like whether mm-hmm. can you you can like supply the blood through to your brain so that it doesn't die. Uh, so we just like, I was I was still in high school too, so that was like the first like very serious call that I've had, but um yeah I think Ooh. I think it it really depends on what kind of team you have under those kind of stress because um I was able to kind of stay calm and collected because all my colleagues were also um veterans in in this field, and we started CPR, which is um just giving them a uh, heart resuscitation and then yeah. uh, we transported the patient to the hospital and the next day we got an email saying um
0: he lived uh, he he survived but oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I'll say that's dude, that like the <laughs> one of the more interesting calls. <laughs> that must be so intense, man! Like crazy. Respect. Yeah, I know. Like as I, a high I'm really cool. yeah. when you like, when you a, a call like that,
1: it's dude,
2: it's, it's super intense. Wow. Most a few months ago, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to expand upon this. The a few included. months ago, I went to I I went to the emergency in a hospital. I went to the emergency in a hospital, and this one patient, he had a heart attack. I'm pretty sure it was due to COVID. And everything um, and my mom just had to get like her get like a few vitals checked and everything so i saw the doctors legitimately work for an hour straight pumping that guy's fucking yeah. chest they were going at it taking turns one doctor would take breaks they were all drenched in sweat because they all had their ppe fucking uh, suits and right, shit right. so they were all drenched in sweat dude i literally saw this one doctor take off his shirt do this <laughs> buckets like literally a shit ton of sweat came out, and then just wore it back on, and then he just like you know got back to work after like a five or ten minute break, and they were on that guy for like an hour, and and then after that night, I have a massive respect for healthcare healthcare professionals, like legitimately, like I I call every single person that I know who's becoming a doctor or who, or who is a doctor, <laughs> I'm like dude, I saw this happen from my own with my very own eyes, and I have so much more respect for you. There's no way in hell that I that I will not like you know, give you the credit where it's due, but yeah. You're, you're part of them, so I have a massive respect for you guys, man. <laughs> no,
1: I, I, uh, I actually am not an EMT anymore. I stopped um, around sophomore year of college just because um I did it because I was interested yeah. in a, a medical field. But then I realized that I didn't want to get into medicine anymore. So I, uh, I stopped that. But honestly, mm-hmm. it was, it's, it's one of the most, um, I guess, more challenging experiences of my life where it kind of helped me, you know, um, under pressure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. What I want to talk about next is that you have, you started a nonprofit called uh, Iluma, and it sounds really interesting because if I'm not wrong, what you do is you pair underprivileged or low income students in high school with similar college mentors who can guide them. And I think that's really cool because while mentorship's important, what people don't often realize is that your mentors need to understand where you're coming from and right. like, Things like income, especially, can make very big differences to what your options are. So, what led you to do that? How how does one go about just starting a nonprofit? How'd you yeah? Do it? So,
1: so what happened is I came to this country. Um, this is my tenth year in America. Um, came here, didn't speak the language. Um, we didn't have that much money. Where are you uh, from? We didn't know that many people. Oh, I'm from I'm from Korea. So. Oh nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. And Going through the American education system with essentially no resources, is tough, you know. Um, you don't get to, um, you don't get to have um, advice that a lot of people get because their parents went to college. You don't, um, really know what's going on, so everything is trial and error. And when I got to fresh, when, when I became a freshman year, I realized, damn, like I struggle so much. And is there is there anything that I can do to kind of provide for people who are going through the same thing? I, same thing that I went through because. What I believe is, every person has the potential to be great in life if only um, they have the right guidance from the right people, right? So, I mean, I was lucky enough that um, although I didn't have many resources, my parents were super supportive, um, so I just got to do whatever I wanted to do. But I know that's not the case for a lot of people, and I was just like one of the lucky ones, you know? And I just wanted to kind of give back and pay forward, almost. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I started my freshman year. Um, the program, as you explained, um, Salman, mm-hmm. um, is about pairing under-resourced mm-hmm. high school students to first-gen low-income college students attending top universities. And what we did was we we hosted like a month-long uh, workshop during summer where um, these students can learn soft skills. Um, why soft skills? It's because we realized that after having gone to college, soft skill is something that's so prevalent and that's something that can uh, make a huge difference. but because um, a lot of these kids don't have their parents around or um, have their parents around, but they're not from this country, so they can't really teach them. So we thought that would make the greatest impact on um, these under-resourced high school students' life as um, it did for me uh, when I was in college, when I was trying to pick up these networking soft skills. And um, yeah, that's that's kind of what we did. Um, right now, we seized the operation because um, a lot of the founding members and then the cohort after us they're graduating um so naturally we um, stopped doing it but yeah honestly um that was the best mm-hmm. experience of my life thus far and um really founding and learning really often like that um is what kind of got me to uh, transition from being a pre-med student to more business oriented student because i realized that um for pre-med classes if the uh, input is this much um the output that i yielded was only like this much um, even though I spent every single day studying, like it was really hard to get over uh, the ROI exam. Uh, that, <laughs> and
0: then that was said under- very scientifically. You know, yeah. <laughs> the input, the output. like yeah, reminds but, uh, me of one of my engineering classes. But no, I really respect that. And it's super cool. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm sure that's helped a lot of people. So really, that's that's awesome to hear, man. It's it's cool you to see people.
2: Sean, do one thing, one thing that I want to know is that how yeah. many people, how many people did you put through? school like how many people did you connect to a really good school through your non-profit like do you have a, a rough number in your head like how many kids did, like you know lives did you make at the end of the day
1: yeah so we had 31 mentors uh include uh excluding me so 32 in total and we had about um one 152 students uh, high school students go through our program and um the whole point mm. wasn't, you know, one thing that I didn't like about the traditional, I guess, um, education space is that everything is so focused on, hey, did you get into Harvard? Hey, did you get into um, Ivy League schools? Right. And that's mm. not that's not really how um, it works for a lot of people. You know, some people are early, early bloomers. Um, they. Um, find what they like and they work exceptionally hard at it and they get into these amazing schools but also there are other people who just don't maximize their potential earlier in their life and i think it's kind of cruel for um, people to judge them based on what schools they get into um, because everyone has the potential to be I you know, agree, bro. amazing in life um, even later in life so our focus was really not really on the um, admission side of things but rather um, when these guys, when these students want to excel in life, like when they decide that this is it, I'm gonna get my shit together, I'm gonna uh, make sure that I succeed, like do they have the right tools to do so? And um, that tools, those tools um, that we believed was the most um, um, the most effective tools for those um, when, when the time comes with these soft skills, um, learning how to talk to people, learning how to yeah. you know, network and all that. So that's that's really uh, that was really I mean, what's behind uh, Illumina's motive.
0: Yeah, I can can say for sure that that's a really important thing that people don't notice because all the hiring managers like at my internship and otherwise that I've spoken to, they're all about soft skills. Because if you go to any half-decent college, you're going to learn math, physics, whatever technical skills you need, but being able to talk to people, being able to be part of a team, networking those are the real skills there that'll get you anywhere. And it's super cool to see someone help kids focus on that, you know, as early as high school, because that's what a lot of people are missing. So that's, yeah. that's Sean, really great sure. there.
2: Straight up, st- straight up. I was just, uh, I, I think about this a lot, like what were the misconceptions that I had in high school that I would have, that if I could go back in time, I would tell myself to focus on these few things. And one, and one of those things, one of the few of the things are learn to talk to people learn to shake everybody's hand in a room and and right. make eye contact with them and let them know who you are so that you can establish a relationship with them relationships go a long fucking way sean Absolutely. networking Absolutely. goes a long way your relationships will do more for you than any piece of paper or any or any grade you person might have graduated from penn person might have graduated from harvard or or stanford and all that that doesn't mean shit if you can't even go look look a person in the eye and you know, state your intentions and state that hey my name is sean or my name is Saad Mahmood and I'm here to do this, this, this and, yes. I, and I want you to help me out or and vice versa see I feel like I feel like the main thing I feel like I, I, I really understood this late however I have been subconsciously acting upon it is that guys at the end of the day it's who you know it's what you It's it's who you know yeah. man like who do you know who who you know is what's what's going to get you to the next level. It's not your degree. It's not it's not your fancy fancy you know college name. Even though that does that does help to an extent, but it's, at the end of the day, it's who you know. It's how it's how you're going to network. It's how you're going to use that contact or or whatever to you know advance further in your career. And yeah, I don't know if you agree with that, but that's just my take on this. Oh no, yeah,
1: absolutely. And those skills are all learnable too, right? Like everyone should be able to kind of get an opportunity to learn about that Totally, because people don't even know what they don't know. So yeah, that's, that's really uh, what we try to do.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: All right. And man, this has been like a really heavy episode and I know we're getting close to 20 minutes, but we haven't even talked about AirSIP. So Sean, why don't we jump into that? <laughs> That's another another thing you've been involved in starting it up. And I believe you yeah, it's, a, it's a platform so for people and companies to get advice. Is that correct? Yeah, so
1: Airsip is a short video QA app for advice where people can kind of ask any kind of questions and get uh, replies from you know people who have it. Personal experience and what you're going through, um, give you personal advice through uh, videos less than 60 seconds. Um, really, why um, AirSIP was founded is because through running Alumna, what I wanted to, my original goal was to um, have Alumna spread nationwide and um, have it be something that can, you know, really make a difference in people's lives. But what I realized is that because people don't know what they don't know, is it's really hard. It's really hard to um, get even like these high school students to reach out mm-hmm. to you voluntarily or like, um, you know, seek resources. Right. Um, which, you know, to be fair, like I wasn't really great at when I was in high school. So what I realized is that it doesn't take much to change people's lives. It doesn't take much for you to motivate people. And you don't really need like a whole full out mentorship program to get that kind of um impact in your life. You know what I mean? All it takes is just like one advice. And I started focusing on, you know, how can we, how can we make sure that everyone gets advice, like personal tailored advice when they really need it in their lives. Right. I mean, because if you think about it, going back Mm -hmm. to, well, at least like very personally, like applying to colleges, even in colleges, like looking for my first internship, all that just like, a lot of embarrassed embarrassing episodes uh, they involve me um kind of getting through uh, stuff and then like learning it and what would have really solved the problem was if i had someone who know who who have been through this um giving me advice on what i should do what i need to do to kind of cut corners or like save time on certain things so that's really what we're focused on um like an example mm. of how things work on airship is let's say like an incoming Vanderbilt freshman um can ask like hey what does it what does it feel like to live on freshman campus? And someone who's already living on campus can give you like a sixty-second mini dorm tour on what it feels like to live on campus, and a couple of tips on you know what's so special about this college, or you know whatever. And another example could be, um, let's say you just got into weightlifting, right? Um, and you wanna you wanna get some feedback on your um, form, so you can. Film out, you you can record a video of yourself doing like a squat and ask, hey, can I get some feedback on my form? And someone who's good mm-hmm. at uh, squatting can kind of reply okay. with the video saying, hey, you can improve in these and these parts so and like really
2: proper form. So is it like a social media app? Is it a it social, a social media, media app? Is that what it is? Because that's what some... It is a social media app, right? Yep. And, and do you vet people who, who give advice or, or can anybody give advice? Anybody. Anybody can
1: both ask questions and also... I'll get advice. Dude, I think that's and, really all right.
2: cool. All right, all right, um, That is that is that's an interesting so way my, to go. My thought okay. is,
0: so since you're starting up, are you focusing on like a particular thing, like oh college students in particular, or because I can imagine like people in all industries would one day want to use this app, right? But obviously, right. it'll take time to reach a point where you actually have someone who can answer their questions. So are you starting out with like a focus yeah. on college students or something like that
1: yeah we're we're definitely starting with uh, college students uh more specifically we're starting with Vanderbilt student uh at the moment um the reason being like uh Salman you're right. right that uh, this is something that could be used the facebook by anybody approach. right <laughs> yeah facebook approach um the facebook yeah, approach, but...
2: approach. work, student <laughs> Harvard students enter like you know. Harvard students were used to use that social right, media right. app to network with each other in, on the inside, and then eventually it expanded out. Um, yeah. You're smart, Sean. You're smart. Get Zucks you know, on your man. side. <laughs>
1: <laughs> One thing about social media, especially new ones, is that. It's really hard to get people to use it because by definition, network is something where um, you only get true value out of it if there are a lot of people on it. But then how do you get a lot of people on it if there's no value? So it's kind of like a chicken and egg problem and how we try to solve it, um, me and my co-founder Will, Mm. um, is we wanted to migrate existing communities onto AirSib. um, AirSIP is very much a com- community-driven uh, social media, kind of similar to Reddit in that way. Um, we have these which are similar to subreddits. Yeah, I was going to say Reddit.
0: Okay, very nice. I was gonna say Reddit. I've been thinking the whole time. <laughs> super cool.
1: Yeah, yeah and uh, we, we what yeah. we're doing right now is just making
0: partnerships with
1: student organizations so that they can kind of, we can kind of migrate each community onto our platform so that it's like lively and then it's engaged without me even you know, begging them to, yeah, can you please use our app? You know what I mean? So that's that's kind of the approach that we're
0: taking right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's super cool, dude. I think Smart that is boy. a great idea. I really hope that works out. And I'd love to use <laughs> it one nice. day in the future, man. Dude. But... Guys, on that note, we've got twenty I feel I feel, I feel like minutes. one way that you
2: wait, 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 okay, wait. Take wait. it away, Saj. Take it away. Take it
0: away.
2: <laughs> I oh, want to say one thing. Sorry. I want to say one thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to say one thing. Um, Sean, have you thought about um using, using technology that might be a- readily available in the future to your advantage right now? Like you guys could introduce a VR section and nobody's using, like Facebook isn't using or or Instagram isn't using. Maybe you could use a VR feature into your app right now which you can work on and expand and and by the time VR becomes like you know widely accepted you guys are already ahead of the game have you thought about Mm -hmm. things like that
1: yeah um, I think VR might be hard but AR augmented reality um, is definitely something that we're really interested in because um, the thing about videos is that All you right. kind of have to put yourself out there right some people don't feel comfortable doing that so what we're thinking mm. would be really great is um if we can have something like snapchat filters on our uh, platform so that like people look at least mm. people feel confident when they're posting videos they don't need to like um i don't well, know I like, see. get super like like ready yeah and then, you know you know what i mean um so yeah yeah that's something that we're yeah, thinking yeah. about but i don't obviously, get it man. obviously the challenge is uh, because it's me and my co-founder and he's the will my co-founder is the only person who's coding uh the uh time time and also yeah. just uh, it's tough
0: resources is uh, yet. Yeah. so yeah. that's that's we're probably worth. something you could do in the future
2: dude i wish you the best of luck man yeah thank Good you so luck, much dude. i wish you the best of luck man and on that note guys thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for tuning in we're done peace adios <laughs> goodbye <laughs>
0: 18
1: plus.